Get ready for the Girls on Games podcast, your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 435. And we're bringing back an oldie but a goodie this week. Talking about some of our new favorite YouTubers and YouTube channels that are usually video game centric. It's going to be good. I always love when we do this too because I love shouting out people that are doing cool shit, especially on the internet for my pleasure because like I I just watch YouTube all the time now. That's all I do. That and Drag Race. All right, let's get to all the friendly voices that you are hearing on this podcast today. Catherine, how you doing? I'm good yourself. I'm excellent. Joelle, what's up? Hello, hello. <laughs> I can't wait to get into all the fun stuff because I like hearing your guys' recommendations for new YouTubers to follow. But before that, let's get into some housekeeping. If you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's K ko-fi.com slash girls on games Catherine, how's your week been girl i finally got a quiet week yay it's been a, a rough not rough it's been an eventful two three weeks with a lot of friends and going outs mm-hmm. so uh, last week the only thing i did was participate in our annual uh sushi dinner at work some of my friends organize this. Uh, we go to an all-you-can-eat sushi place. It is expensive. It is like, <clears throat> like because uh, after taxes and tip and whatever, like a good like sixty bucks. Uh, but it keeps coming, and it don't yes. stop coming. <laughs> drinks too. Uh, drinks are extra, but the food is. Uh, you okay. know, you have a little iPad and you just order, and food comes from the kitchen. Um, the only thing is, like, if you don't finish your food, they surcharge you. So oh, at yeah. one point. We were two or three tables. At one point, like, our table was overrun. And I was like, hey, other tables, before you order. And they just kind of, like, came over, (laughs) grabbed half the food, went back to their table. Because, like, I am a bottomless pit. I was working overtime with uh, Will, the game designer, who's 20 years old and can eat whatever he the fuck he wants and not gain weight because he's 20. Um, And at one point, he was like, he looks at me, he's like, Catherine, ça va pas. I'm like, I'm getting full two, man. I'm getting full There's two. no more space. <laughs> oh my, those motherfuckers behind us are going to have to help us. Uh, and fucking Emily, the iPad kid, kept ordering. At one point, we were just like, stop. Like, where are you ordering? She's like, dessert. I'm like, we... St-. Anyway, she ordered extra stuff, but like, as it came in, she ate it. I was like, because I ain't paying for you, girl. <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, no, after that, they went to karaoke, but like, you know what, come? I'm like, no, my plan is to over and eat and then go to bed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why go to an all-you-can-eat if you're going to do something after? Yeah, yeah, you're now, like, sluggish. Yeah, that's setting yourself up for, like, you're setting yourself up for the best sleep ever and dreaming mm-hmm. of sushi and happiness. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, why why be miserable? And honestly, like, this place, um, even if it's all-you-can-eat, whatever, like, it, it's pretty high-end. Like, mm. they ordered some stuff and the guy just dropped the plate and then was blowtorching the sushi and then walks away yeah walks away like it's normal and i was just like i don't know who ordered this but i'm grabbing one because he had to set it on fire it must be delicious wow (laughs) yeah nice yes and i hadn't been like it's downtown montreal and crescent i hadn't been downtown montreal in pre-pandemic times easy oh my Oh, yeah. I want sushi so bad. I know now I'm hungry. I'm sorry. Like, I'm always here talking about the food I eat. Um, and our favorite sushi place, which in Montreal, your favorite sushi place is the one closest to you. Um, <laughs> so the one that's literally at the corner of the street here had uh, the place I caught fire. Yeah. But now they're getting ready to reopen. Oh, but and they caught fire like forever ago. Two whole years ago. Two, three Holy years smokes. ago. 
Yeah, it took a good two years. <laughs> that was a pun I didn't mean to <laughs> make. Yeah, anyway, we're really hyped that they're reopening because we thought like maybe because it took so fucking long that they Mm. wouldn't they wouldn't reopen. But no, the the source of the fire was I think they said it was the heating unit in one of it's like four like four commercial in Okay. A strip mall thing. It was like a hairdresser, a Portuguese bakery, or sushi place. And then there was like this. um, It was a a record store, I guess. A secondhand record store. The guy had cassette CDs, records. And his heating system to heat his Uh, place in the winter just got fired. Went went up. Mm, Yeah. And a lot of the other places were closed because of the damage of them putting out the fire right it's the Uh smoke and the water that's more Uh problematic yeah um so he moved and went somewhere else and our sushi place just took his uh his unit okay and now they're too wide and it looks like we they started like removing the paper and we can see inside and we're just like in the window like everybody that lives in that area you could tell that they had a night where they looked at their fridge and they looked across the street at Sushi Poke and were like, yeah, let's go get it. Because <laughs> that place was bopping, bopping, always in and out, in and out. I, like, on nights that Pascal would be like, oh, last minute plans, I'm going to go have dinner with the friends. I'd be like, cool, already popping up their website, ordering my chick- General <laughs> Tao chicken. Oh, no, what am I going to do? Let's do yeah. Have fun. Um, so I was, I was... Hardcore, like the, everybody that lives in this area was just like, because and we're we're being very like this is very much like first world problem because there's like five sushi places, three street corners like in a radius. Yeah, I mean, when you like a joint, like yeah. it's so sad when something changes, well, like they yeah. change a recipe or they yeah. go out of business or something, and you're just like, man, it's just it like was it a was... reliable thing, and then now yeah. it's changed, and you're like, why? Yeah. Yeah, and you know, yeah. you people start to know you. It's like the Haitian joint we go to. Um, they start to know Pascal by name and by uh, what he likes to order. <laughs> you know, it's, it was like that. It's like we found a few other places that were just as good, but it's like now that this one's reopening and they had mm-hmm. boss. Like, I know it's a sushi place, but like, you know, mm-hmm. it's a small corner restaurant. They all do pad thai and general tao chicken and mm-hmm. sushi mm-hmm. and no matter. But they mm-hmm. did everything of that. They did well. Like everything was delicious there. So that's why we missed them. And we're kind of happy. They announced their reopening on Monday, February 12th for like Lunar New Year. And we're just like, oh, it's nice. a year of the dragon miracle. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to start eating sushi again because they're reopening. Because oh, I was too excellent. lazy to go to the sushi place that's like. A 15 minute walk instead of the one that's like I could literally walk out of the alley in my pajamas <laughs> like the gremlin that I am being like where's my pokeball <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what it is winter right like you just gotta yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's cold you know 15 mm-hmm. minutes is like a is 30 you know time time doubles mm-hmm. uh, you know if I have to consider possibly using like Uber Eats for it to be driven to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's in the corner of the street is just like mind logic. you Mind you, while I was, like, really down with my back, we did yeah. order from the Vietnamese joint that's, like, at the order corner. <laughs> we had to, like, have it delivered. Yeah. Because I was that bad. I, I couldn't move. Well, I mean, you can't move. But there's yeah. a legitimate yeah. reason there. There's a legitimate yeah. reason. I hurt my leg one day and had to get an Uber to take me from my house to the subway, which is a 1.3 kilometer walk. But Buddy gave me shit about it. But I was like, I hurt my leg. I can't walk. Don't give me shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like if it's really like if it's costing too much in gas like i don't know want to offer me a piggyback ride maybe yeah there you go put you in a wagon yeah there you go oh get some dogs on the sled bud yes. <laughs> come on gibson let's go <laughs> i don't think gibson was big enough then <laughs> joelle what have you been up to Ooh. um I really uh, felt my age because I went out to see a band on Saturday night, and I had three drinks, spaced apart responsibly, got home, went to bed at 12.30. The next day was rough. 
<laughs> really? Who'd you go see first? What band? Uh, I saw the Almanac Brothers, uh, which is kind of a bluegrass uh, band. Uh, this band has two drummers. Whoa. I uh, had never really seen a band with two drum, And, like, it was the same, like, kit and everything. Uh, and they played in sync most of the time, which was really impressive. Mm. Uh, and they played, like, for, I-, I kid you not, like, 45 minutes straight. Like, no. No break in between songs? Just no. Kind of riffing? No. They just, the drummers just, like, went full bore after it oh my gosh the entire time i mean i'm like i'm tired just like you need to take a break for my sake now because <laughs> i'm tired for you yeah See, like, like, i'm tired for you <laughs> in my middle-aged brain i'm like when you said two drummers i'm like oh so they can take turns and not tire right. themselves out nope i was blissfully wrong um i was i was thinking it was some kind of like dream theater magical multiple kick drum thing going nope. they were trying to do no nope. They, bluegrass. Were, they were just bluegrass. double trouble and they were wow they were and going full for tilt it. the whole time full tilt the whole time i was like wow. oh my goodness like it was it was great like the band was really good um but we were like are you gonna like are you gonna get a break here because damn <laughs> uh that, that was fun uh we had a good time but i was like oof this is this is hard work the next day <laughs> uh but uh, so that was that was pretty fun, and uh, I'm pretty excited because I have my third post-op appointment for my mouth, so hopefully I get some good news. And good. it's not with uh, oh, the, not uh, person from last time. No, I no, it's with the doctor. Thank God. So like, good. I did call. I was like, do I have to see her again? <laughs> no, coming myself. back. Don't, don't do this to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's a, <clears throat> that's me. Good stuff. Uh, it's been a busy work week. There was the NHL All-Star Games, Fiesta, all the stuff happening here. So my team at work's been super busy. Plus then the Grammys last night. Grammys. So yeah, I'm feeling that a little bit this morning just because that was, like, we complain as gamers because... The Game Awards are long. Summer Fan Fest is long. The press conferences are long. The Grammys are three and a half hours long. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was actually a pretty solid Grammys. Lots of news bra- new- breaking news things. Um, mm-hmm. lot, you know, the performances were great. But yeah, it it's just long, you know? Because there's a lot to get in there. Yep. Um, award ceremonies just are uh, a lot like, and we know that the the Oscars are coming up soon too. Um, not that I've really been following anything for the Oscars, I feel like I haven't seen any of the movies, um, but I probably should. But yeah, I mean, I got some gaming in this week. We'll get into that in a bit. But yeah, it's been it's been very busy at work. I don't know about anybody else, but like, twenty twenty four started with like fire under its butt or something. There's yeah. just a lot going on. Uh, maybe maybe it's just what I'm doing, but. You guys feeling the same thing at work? It's just, like, nutso right off the get-go? Yeah. I mean, my workload, like, doubled, I think, the second week of January. And then I had to account for all that work in a budget meeting. (laughs) And I haven't haven't done a budget yet with this company, so, like, that was all new. But I was like, oh, we're doubling your budget, and you got to put this into your, your budget that you have to figure out, and you have to present it to leadership in two weeks. Oh, and by the way, you're, like really, really close to the thresholds, you also have to explain to leadership why you're a new PM that's been there for six months and why your budget is, like, right at the top. Okay, cool. cool. Like, bye. Good luck. And I was like, great. Hey, that's great. Thanks, guys. They gave you a heads up. You know, you got to <laughs> answer the questions. You're, you're ready. Yeah, you no, and I, I did. I did. Countdown I, I, is I was, on. I was like, you're, this leadership team approved work that doubled my team that – made my budget explode so so please approve the budget that you gave me work for thank you yeah. i didn't say it that way but i was just like this is your doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the nicest most politically yeah. way going to appease the senior leadership team yeah. as possible way yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um okay let's check fantasy critic because games have been releasing yeah. which is crazy because I feel like this year barely started, but we're February already, friends. We're February. Um, So, Podcast League. Um, I'm currently in first. Joelle's in second. Kat is in third. I feel like... 
Yeah, I had two games released mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Uh, the games were Persona 5 Reload, which got 89 critics, so I got 19 points, and Tekken 8, which got 90, which means 20 points. Two and solid then, releases. Two solid releases, indeed. And then, Joel, you're, you're still sitting pretty with uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, mm-hmm. 90, 20 points. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what's coming up? Next one's Cat, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, the remake. Uh, not next week? The week after? Hold on, the 16th? No, the 16th is next week. Next week. Holy late next smoke. week, yeah. Next Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one after that is I picked up Final Fantasy uh, Seven Rebirth, which comes out the end of the month on a leap year day, just after my birthday. Um, so that is podcast league. Did anybody do anything this week? Did anybody pick up anything? No. January 22nd was the last time we made any action. Let's go to the Community League. What's happening here? Okay. So we've got Pat in first. He's had two games released. Me in second. I've had one. Darth Stridius, uh, one game release in third. And Jessica Starr with one game release in... uh, Hold on. Fourth right now. Yeah. So let's see. Who got what games out of this? So, I had Like a Dragon, which we already talked about before. Uh, Pat had Persona 3 and uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. So, he got points there. And then Tekken 8 was Darth. And then 20 points. No, that was Darth there. Yes, it's uh, Jessica had Little Guardsman. So that's where we stand on that. Games coming up, upcoming releases, Foam Stars. Thank you very much, Pat, for being uh, a good sport and me making fun of you. <laughs> He's got that coming up. Uh, that's coming this this week. Because what day are we today? Is today the 5th? Yes, it yeah, comes tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then I've got Helldivers 2, which comes out uh, on Thursday. So, going to be interesting things here. History League history. Did anybody pick anything up? Yes, there was some action after that PlayStation Direct. Uh, was that on Thursday? I know we're going to talk about it in a bit. It was. What day did that happen? It, it was, was Thursday? Yep, it was Thursday. All right, cool. So, um, Darth tried to pick up the Thaumaturge. Oh, my God, guys. How do you pronounce that? Thaumaturge? Thaumaturge, thom- what? Thaumaturge, like the spell in Dungeons and Dragons, Thaumaturgy? I, I guess I've never <laughs> seen that word before in my life. It makes sense. It's a Dungeons and Dragons game thing. <laughs> so um, Art tried to pick it up. Well, Darth tried to pick it up. Unfortunately, he didn't get it. Uh, games Gone Mad. I don't remember who Games Gone Mad is. They tried to get Assassin's Creed, Creed uh, codename Red for 11 bucks. Didn't work. Uh, <laughs> Ross's Cool Games for Attractive People. Uh Got a counterpick, Silent Hill 2 Remake. Uh, Zhang Pao picked up Zenless Zone Zero for five bucks. The Serious Cybernetics Corporation picked up the game I can't pronounce with a bit of three dollars. Wow, two two dollars and three dollars. That was it was one dollar difference. <laughs> one dollar Bob. Bob. This, <laughs> exactly. And then the cyber serious cybernetics corporation uh, also managed to pick up Assassin's Creed codename Red. That was one that was counterpicked, or what that uh, Games Gone Mad didn't get. Games Gone Mad uh, tried to get it for eleven. And uh, the Serious Cybernetics Corporation got it for 18 So, yeah, some movement um, because, yeah, this is the time to pick up games when you mm-hmm. see them at these events. We'll get into talking about that a little bit in a few minutes. I have uh, a confession. I was wrong, and I'll get yelled at because I was wrong. The state of what? play was Wednesday. I'm so sorry. It was Wednesday? It was okay. Wednesday. I was working, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, same. I missed it because of work. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one thing that's hard. Like, if it's... If I'm working from home and they're at 5 p.m., perfect, because I can just turn it on right there. If it's the middle of the day and I'm working from home, as long as I'm not in a meeting, fine. But, like, me getting out of the office at 5 p.m. Yeah. and being home in time to watch it, hell no. Hell no. No. Not no. happening. Not in this economy. And traffic and metro and walking. Um, let's talk about games everybody's been playing. Catherine, did you get time to play any games this week? Yeah, yeah. Back on uh, the... Thirsty suitors. Uh, I think I'm getting towards the end. I've met every suitor. And uh, I've gained their favors. So I'm thinking I'm probably going to wrap this up this weekend. Mm. Nice. 
Very good. Joelle, still playing Prince of Persia? I am. I am still playing Prince of Persia. I uh, am really enjoying it. It's been a really fun Metroid uh, game, and the voice acting and the music is so good. Isn't it? Yeah, just really mm-hmm. great. So it's been it's been uh, fun. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do next. I can't. I already have, I already have decision-making paralysis, so <laughs> great. That's great. Yeah, there's uh I'm I'm looking at Persona 3 Ro- Reloaded and I'm like 100 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh boy." Well, same. Um, yeah. Same. Well, oh, like 100 hours. Um yeah, but I'm I mean, who am I kidding? I'm playing Pal World cuz it's, it's awesome. Power. And yeah. it's got me. It's got me hooked. Um it's I I got a mount. I'm running around the world. Just catching all these pals. You catch 10 and it gives you experience bonus. So that's a quick way to level up. And mm. uh, I'm just running around and they're running from me because they don't want to get attacked and captured in a ball. I feel like a monster. But hey, that's the game. <laughs> that is the game. That's what you do in Pokemon, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. I give them a new life. I put them to work in my camp. What? At least they have a purpose. Yeah, they do. It's kind of like, uh, it gives me, um, though I haven't played it, it gives me that Cult of the Lamb vibes. Because don't you give, don't you get the cult people to come follow you and then you give them jobs? Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I actually should play that DLC. I've I've been thinking about picking up Like a Dragon, Infinite yeah. Wealth, because I haven't played one of those before. But I know once I start that game, it's going to be a time suck. So yeah. maybe I'll try that DLC, Sins of the Flesh, because that looks fun. It does, it mm-hmm. does. All right, walk down memory card lane time. But first, um, last week, uh, the hints all led up to Harry Potter, uh, Hogwarts, or Hogwarts Legacy. And one of the questions was about it being nominated at the Grammys. And the Grammys happened last night. Uh, and we got to see who actually won Best Score Soundtrack for Video Games and Other Interactive Media. The nominees were Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, 2, God of War Ragnarok, Hogwarts Legacy, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and Stray Gods. The winner was Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yay! Wow. That was It was great. No. All of these were. I didn't play Stray Gods, but these were these were amazing. So I'm glad they're being recognized because it was uh, dope. Even Call of Duty Modern Warfare is that is that common for COD to? I don't know. I feel like we've only just like I don't know if this is. A, we obviously need to do some research, but I feel like it only started last year that yeah. we heard about a category. Yeah, with Being Assassin's Creed the Valhalla yeah. winning the yeah. first oh, yeah. Grammy. Let's see. Oh, yeah, what does right. the internet say? I think it's funny uh, that Call of Duty is Of course, Call Grammy. of Duty is Okay. First ever. So that was 2022 was the first ever. So yeah, now this is now part of the Grammys. That's cool. Yeah. Grammy Award for Best Score Soundtrack for Video Game and Other Interactive Media. Cool. All right, but it's actually time for the hints, right? Each week, the team will have to guess a historical game that would have been released during this time of this episode's airing. We will start with its release date, and I will give hints about the game for the team to attempt to guess what it is. As always, ladies, talk it out. Let me open up my document to make sure I have all the information so I don't mess up like I did last week. This game released on Valentine's Day 2017. Oh, for honor. I knew! Absolutely not. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> is that really it? Was that it? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was they did a whole campaign. Fa- they did a whole campaign about it. Yeah, because we did, and we, before you were working on it, when the game came out, and we got those, like, helmets and everything, too. Yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah, I remember yeah. doing the thing, and it was like, oh, I, it was before I started, just like, it was a month before I started working at Ubisoft. Oh yeah, because that was February twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, you were in uh, on the on the ecom side, not. No, no, I wasn't at Ubisoft yet. I was in between jobs. Oh, well now. Um, 
the other hints that I had. Right. There's <laughs> no way I, I wasn't getting this. I know. I was trying to stump you. Okay. That's why I even said Valentine's Day. Um, it's in a hack and slash action game. The setting of the game uh, is the time and place where a natural catastrophe forced most fearsome warriors against one another in a fight to for resource and territory. Some of the warriors are based on historical figures. There is dynamic weather and day-night cycles, and the map features interactive environments that players can use in their strategies. At launch, there were three different factions for players to choose between. This game has a competitive multiplayer and has been coined as a shooter with swords. <laughs> and there are seven different game modes. That were the facts that I could try and stump Catherine, but obviously that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> on her own game. I'm sorry. And even then, a hacker. It's a, it's a fighting game. It, 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 yeah. No, it's a shooter so with they, swords. That's what well, they, I mean, it says. that's what everybody said. Apparently, that's how they described it in the beginning. Was a shooter oh, with swords? Yeah, yeah. When yeah, the, in the beginning. Yeah. yeah, in the beginning. Funny. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can see it. I can see it because, like, especially like the most favorite, uh, the most popular game mode, Dominion. Like, if you've played. Um, <clears throat> A, uh, a point map on Overwatch where you have to control a point. It's that except with three, <laughs> and you gotta, you can't, you gotta run to your opponent and hit them. Everybody's a Reinhardt, basically. Everybody mm. Reinhardt. Everybody <laughs> gotta run and swim. Everybody <laughs> run, run. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I remember that when they launched the game on Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's. that's you know what I'm doing on my Valentine's Day. <laughs> Playing for honorable with swords. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's what we were joking about back in the day in 2017. Yeah. Uh, well, I remember the, the the old like what was it? Uh, it was a it was a commercial where they were like fighting over the last bouquet in a flower shop. Oh, was on it? Valentine's Day, Aww. and one guy was a samurai, one guy was the Viking, and one girl was the knight. Oh, we're gonna find that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's on there. It's on, the on there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, the they YouTubes. had like some great marketing back in the day for that game. Yeah. Um, I remember too. Where was it? That game where they got a whole bunch of people out on stage and they played it live at one. Like that was the announcement. And they had like people out playing it. Oh. On one of the Ubisoft like E three press conferences. I also saw that, like, development began on that game in 2012. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's one of the things that I was seeing, too, and I was like, wow, five five years. It didn't seem very long. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean... Real coding, real development, maybe not the ideation and stuff. Yeah, I mean, most games take, like, five to six years, with two of them, with two of the first year being, like, Fucking prototypes, like yeah. a bare bone, a bare bone, and then you ramp up to ship. Um, yeah, and like this is 2010s, like before 2020. So yeah. you know they had the usual yeah. cycle. I don't know. I I joined in 2021, so I didn't get to see that part. By by the time I showed up, they were like in in their fifth or sixth year of live. So mm. it was pretty easy for me. They're like, we've been doing this for so long, we know what we're doing. I was like, cool. They're like Great. you fit in, like this is your job. You fit in here, and like we ship every six weeks. I was like, cool, and I've been coasting ever since. Amazing, perfect, good for you. Uh, ladies, you want to get into that state of play that happened last week, and then maybe talk about some YouTube channels? Yeah, that yep. definitely happened on Wednesday. Definitely, <laughs> okay, happened on Wednesday. definitely happened on Wednesday. Yeah. All right, let's take a break and come back and do that. It's time to talk news of the week. The big thing that happened last week was the state of play, which, yes, happened on Wednesday. Thanks, Joel. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. Uh, I got stuck at work, so uh, I didn't get to see it. Uh, heard some of the news about it afterwards. Ladies, anything uh, super interesting for you out of all the announcements? Yeah. Um, Leah, did you know that there's a, a shooter coming out uh, that is kind of like Splatoon, but it's for PlayStation? A and, what? A and, foam stars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you did hear of it. Okay, cool. All right. I thought, I just yeah. thought you'd really like it. Like I saw it. Yeah, it's it. colorful. It screamed, it's floaty. It screamed you. Yeah, okay. 
Did you pick it for your fantasy critic? No, I didn't. I did not. I'm going to stop making fun of it. Instead, let's make fun of Kojima. Um, Okay. uh, I mean, I didn't watch it live either because it was at 5 p.m. on a Wednesday and I was uh, coming home. But like, you know, as soon as I open it, it's like, oh, Death Stranding 2. Cool. Um, Mm. I didn't play the first one. Apparently, it's a must play. That's what I hear. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of people that went into it like... Not expecting much, like a year or two after it came out, you sometimes, I guess, playing free with PlayStation Plus or something came back and they were like, it's actually a good game. Mm. Like, it's the whole, like, artistry and the whole hype around Kojima apparently doesn't do Death Stranding any service. Mm. So maybe, I think they're on PC, so maybe I should play the first one and see if I give the second one a go. But I yeah, guess have something on your list right now that you want to play after Thirsty Suitors? Well, somebody, uh, Darth, has showed me that Horizon Zero Dawn's coming to PC. So. It is. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. There you go. So I might, your answer. As soon as that, like, that's going to be, like, my Baldur's Gate, like, as soon as it hits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, um, so good. Yeah, but I think Simon, I remember, played Death Stranding when it came to PC. That's a bug I'm going to ask him. Yeah. Cool. What else? Uh, I'm really, really interested in um, Rise of the Ronin. Mm. Actually, that trailer made, made the, the, the rounds at work. Because uh, somebody was like, hmm, a fighting system with three stances, eh? <laughs> um, and my answer was like, this looks like they copied For Honor and Assassin's Creed homework and asked Elden Ring to write the conclusion. Um, 10 out of 10 would play. So I'm actually, no, I'm actually, I looked at this and I was like, that's the kind of shit I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's being sneaky, got like this grappling hook going like from, you know, rooftop to rooftop, like Sekiro or like an Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Like, just like, hey, if it's not like want to kill myself hard, like Souls game. Yeah. It has a difficulty setting that I can turn that shit all the way fucking down. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Honestly. And then Silent Hill missed me with that spooky shit. They're good games. I just, I can't. Yeah, that's... Joel, how about you? That's one for me to watch. I... Uh, Dragon's Dogma really piqued my interest, that trailer. I was like, ooh, I am interested. And I've been reading and watching some reviews of it. I think it's going to be difficult... Like, I think the gameplay is difficult because they've taken out some, I won't, like, spoil it, but they've taken out some maybe modern game mechanics that are really convenient for players, and I guess they have removed those. So you might be a little more anxious playing the game for certain things, but it does look really cool and interesting, and so I think I might uh, give it a go. And I... Like maybe I'm, uh, I don't know, too too much like of of a, I don't know. Like I think Japanese anime stuff is getting me because I Stellar Blade also really piqued my interest. I understand that it might be Bayonetta reimagined, but this is the graphics are what I wanted Bayonetta to, Bayonetta three to be anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, this this did look interesting to me. I will probably. I dip my toe uh, in this water because it's got like latex, anime, guns, um, all of the Flo- cool shit. Oh, it's butt and shots. flowing hair. Yes, I you know I, I can't help it, but like I just I, I love it. So like I'll I thought that uh, that did look uh, good. I love the Dave the Diver. I thought that trailer was uh, very clever uh, and uh, funny. Uh, I, I thought it was a really strong showing for the state of play, especially for February. Like, yeah. you know, and it was it was good that Sony kind of gave us something to get hype over. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I thought it was a really good, strong showing for 2024 and what that, you know, could bring us soon and what is going to, you know, come a little bit later. So I, I thought it was a, a good uh, state of play. Cool. I'm surprised and happy that they're uh i guess is a remaster of until dawn 
Yes. I really enjoy Until Dawn. Um, it's one of those games that, like, if I need to play a horror game, that's kind of a spooky game. It's mm. kind of the type that I like to play. It's... It's almost. It feels. It feels more like a choose-your-own-adventure than it does an actual video game because I find that it's kind of easy to play. Very easy for Mike and I to pass the controller back and forth and play through, um, with different outcomes because um, there is multiple bad guys in that game um, or monsters. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff here considering. You know, I mean, this is what we're looking forward to for the rest of the year. So that's mm-hmm. that's pretty exciting. Like I mentioned, good for people who are in the uh, fantasy draft to be able to start uh, adding things to their list. There's lots of rumors uh, going around now, too, about uh, the Nintendo Direct mm-hmm. at some point. Well, um, yeah. There's supposed to be some... I I saw something about Phil Spencer having some sort of... Now, I knew they did the developer direct not too long ago, um, but something for, I guess because of all the layoffs and everything that's going on and stuff. Mm. He mentioned some kind of event or, or conversation or presentation next week, something like that. So we'll have to uh, keep an eyeball out for that. But exciting to see. I, I just feel like we've are, like just like work started full force, there was no breather for games nope. either. We're gone right back at it. Yep. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I, I, I have a feeling that some of the games that I was like, oh, yeah, I really wanted to, to get back to, I'm feeling that they're, they're quickly slipping through my fingers with the, yeah. the titles that are coming out. So I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, totally. All right, let's get into our topic of the show, which is one of our favorite ones that we this is now the third time we're bringing it back around. Favorite video gaming uh, YouTubers and content creators uh, on the YouTube channels. Um Really excited to see what you ladies have today because, uh, like I said earlier, this is where I spend most of my time is YouTube and watching videos, especially gaming videos, be it people teaching you new skill sets for games that you're playing or let's plays of series or some interesting stuff that I'll I'll show you guys as people try to break games um, or do silly, silly things with them. Um, but Catherine, uh, you're always one that brings lots of good video game YouTube <laughs> content to the table, including that art, uh, that video we watched last week. Um, what have you got today? Um, these are all people that I found through TikTok clips. Um, mm. <clears throat> I usually enjoy their TikToks, but I also share their YouTubes where you can get long form videos and things like that. The first one is Tactical Grandma. Um, so for people who are like, as you get older, you'll be bad at games. She says no. Uh, she fucks people up. <laughs> she, yeah, she plays, she plays Battlefield, I think. She plays Call of Duty Warzone. I'm sorry. Oh the, the second person I'm sharing plays Battlefield. Um, and snipes and just uh. fucks people up. <laughs> she... Must have the grandest time on there because I'm they're watching a preview of her YouTube video and oh man she is hilarious and she's got a pink gun yeah of course, of course. She does. of course she does um and she's got like gorgeous long natural hair and I'm like I want my hair to look like that in like ten fifteen years it's, like beautiful she's just like vibing and mm-hmm. I love that for her. And I think, like, more and more we're going to see people like her as we all, as the millennials. <laughs> we like, retire, become streamers. Who are we kidding? That's exactly I mean, what like, I plan to do. That's, that's my, my plan. That's Retirement. Right. Like, <laughs> the the elder millennials, like, the older, gener- the older tip of the millennials, like, my brother, Leah, myself, we're in the middle age. 40s yeah, are here. So. Yeah. yeah. It's going to happen. I love, I love the... Uh, I guess the the subtitle or description um, on her channel. Just a grandma living in my kid's basement playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Yeah. What else you got, Kat? Uh, second one, we're keeping in the theme. It's Grandpa Gaming. Um, and he was in the U.S. Navy uh, for 20 years, he says, as, as a, a diver. As a diver. Like, that is... Um... Yeah. Serious shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and he snipes people, uh, com- compared, like, contrary to Tactical Grandma, he does it from ridiculously far away. 
And in some of his videos, he shows you how to like use the grading on the gun and how to do it. And like you could be across the zone. Oh. And if he sees your head peep, you are fucking dead. <laughs> like, ah. Uh. So, uh, from what I can see, he plays a bit of Apex. He plays Battlefield, uh, but he always snipes from ridiculously far. And again, goals. You streamers are like, what am I going to do? Like when I'm fucking fifty and sixty and retired, you're going to be Grandpa Gaming. Yeah, Cat. Uh, have you read through his description, his about section? Because it I'm, gives me a whole new appreciation. Let me read through this because yeah. I, uh, I served as a diver for 20 years and four months in the U.S. Navy. Married, I have a daughter and two grandchildren. I'm an amateur astronomer and collect seashells from all over the world. I love to cook. I'm now a 10-plus year prostate cancer survivor. I'm now suffering from the side effects of the meds I need to take and the radiation treatments I went through. Disabled due to an injury I sustained while working. I have a plate in my neck, which at times causes me great pain. A bum right hand with no feeling in the thumb and forefinger. From the shoulders down, I have no feeling, so the use of the mouse and keyboard is subpar at best. Try competing with no feeling in your hands and see how far you get in a game. I have uh, an arid sense of humor... Uh, and a straightforward nature. My heart is big for our military men, women, and their families. A deep appreciation for all first responders. The man has a disability and is still headshotting people from way far back. <laughs> With a controller. With yeah. a controller. Because, mm-hmm. wow. Wow. Yeah. Love it. And uh, he's been like, he only has 192k subscribers on on YouTube, but he's like mostly on TikTok. Um, and he pops up on my feed a lot, and his stuff is always fucking impressive. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, so, uh, yeah. And then the last one, um, and that's like just for shits and giggles. Uh, I think a lot of people know her already. Her name is Farting Glitter. Um, she's the one what? that <laughs> she's the one that streams uh, Valorant as a potato. Oh, oh, funny. My God. Uh, her sense of humor is on point. Uh, and I see some of her highlights also on TikTok. And, uh, you know, uh, she has also a, a YouTube with like longer videos and she streams a lot. Uh, but her shit is hilarious. Uh, she used to pop on my feet a lot also. And I thought she was just hilarious. Um, the kind of person who the kind of streamer like you feel like if they weren't talking like shit or like having so much fun with the people they play with they would be like top tier gamers but because skill level yeah the skill level would be like out of this world but because she has laughing fits <laughs> you figure I like, mean when you're done up like a potato <laughs> like come on of course you're gonna have a laughing fit like look at it yeah. It must be ridiculous. Anyway, I, I love her so much. She's just so infectious. Her laugh is infectious. And that makes me happy. Excellent. Joelle, who are you introducing us to today? Mine's, uh, they're not as lighthearted, but still interesting. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, a channel called Mystic. Uh, Mystic Ryan, uh, if you're into PlayStation news at all, he does a lot of that. But he's very consistent. Every Friday, uh, he gives, I think, a really nice, well-rounded recap of uh, PlayStation news and releases um, of the week. And he's, like, his show is about an hour. But I don't know. I like, like, I just, I throw it on. And I don't watch it when I drive into work, but I listen to it. So it's a great, mm. like, listen as you do something else type of type of thing if you're interested in all that news. And I think he, he does go into a deep dive. And he's just very straightforward, like, news. So there's not going to be, like, a lot of fluff. Uh, but I just – I like his stuff. And um, I think he gives a really good, well-rounded uh, weekly recap of PlayStation. And I just appreciate his perspective. Uh so he's been around for a little bit, but I, I just I, I haven't shouted him out yet, but I wanted to. This other channel, I don't know what it is about, like, restoration videos or, like, fixing videos, 
Or even, even like dogs getting groomed. But there's, to me, there is some fascination of like taking something and bringing it back to its former glory. And I love this channel because this dude takes the roughest shit and just brings it back to life. And you just think like there, like there's no way he's going to be able like to make this look good at all. But he, he can turn like the yellowest plastic <laughs> back to its former white. And so he restores uh, a lot of different things, but mostly uh, consoles, old consoles. So uh, uh, he says, you know, a junk Nintendo 64, a Sega Saturn, uh, an original Game Boy, um, a uh, PlayStation Retro, keyboards, and uh, handhelds. So there's there's just a lot of stuff on his channel. Uh, controllers, SNES. Uh, he has a PlayStation Portable. And um, I just find them to be really fascinating. He's got a cute sense of humor. There's no talking. And so it's, it's kind of like ASMR restoration in tech. And so if you're into that uh, sort of thing, I just think his channel is, is fun. And they're so fucking satisfying. <laughs> So. I'm so happy you brought this, Joelle. I subscribe to this guy too. Really? Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, oh my god, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. I'll go through and Mike and I'll just sit there and stare I and know. watch. Because you're right, it's like ASMR. Because you take no talking, just script on screen, so you have to pay attention. He's yeah. cleaning everything. You want to see every single step yeah. he walks through. There's like almost like a a a. It's like a it's got a feeling to it though too yeah. like you're right his humor the rubber ducky that he always yes. puts in the cleaning water yeah. and like brushes its teeth like it's it's good and yeah he's like he shows people how he does it and he doesn't like hide how he is <laughs> magically able to right. transform yellowing plastic into bright white again he w shows people how to do that you can do it yourself you pick up the gear obviously the chemicals and stuff you got to be careful that you're, what you're yeah. dealing right. with but right. uh but yeah the fact that he can get it and most times get it to work yes and it still works and i mean he has a restoration of a dual shock controller from the first playstation that has 2.2 million views it's like you know wow. you, you gotta be doing something right when for a restoration of a console <laughs> like a controller is doing that well so mm -hmm. if, if that's your jam uh I, you could definitely get in a wormhole and uh it, it, and waste uh, a few hours of your life here but it's just wonderful i love it i will like watch it as i fall asleep <laughs> 9.1 million views for the uh, $2 junk original Game Boy restoration. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm adding it to my playlist because oh, um, yeah. I, think you, I think you would love one of my comfort YouTubers, Joel, that I watch when I can't sleep. Uh -huh. And that's LGR. Have you heard of him? I think I have. Uh, hold on one uh, second. I think Clayton is name. I forget. Uh, but he does retro coverage of games and sometimes he unboxed like one of his videos from two months ago is unboxing unboxing an unused gamecube console so uh a console that was never unboxed it's oh. and he talks about like stuff from the 90s it's just like so nostalgic and comforting and he's one of my uh just in a very soothing voice is it lgr thrifts yeah, that's that's one of the videos that he makes. Yeah, oh, okay, where okay. he go to thrift shops to try to find old like games and all computer stuff. Okay, um, all right. Yeah, I found. I found. I found him. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I just lo I fucking love him. I've shouted him out in other of our like like and subscribe type episodes. He's one of my mm -hmm. stand favorites. By the way, I haven't. I don't think we have stopped watching. Like, you know, game theory and shit like that. We're just, like, adding to the list. Yeah. But we oh, have yeah, it's yeah. more. It's, I just want more. more. Yeah. We yeah, just no. want more. Uh, but, yeah, in case, Joel, you weren't in the know about LGR. Another one that's great to fall asleep to because he's so, like, his voice is so soothing. Oh, and I don't know. Something about him, like, uh, something about a some guy with a soothing voice covering tech from when I was a kid. Just kind of like, mm. Mm -hmm. All the anxiety melts away. Yeah, he's, he's the Bob Ross. I feel like of our then. Yes, of the, of he the feels. <laughs> he yeah. feels like Bob Rossi, yeah. and like I think odd, I'm adding odd thinkering to my list also because that looks very Bob Rossi as well to me. It is wonderful. 
satisfying. It's just satisfying to see something come back to life. It is because you're just like no way. Like that's a piece of crap. Like there's and like he and you're like I should have thrown it out. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't help my hoarding. If only problem. I had unlimited time and resources, I could have fixed it like this. Guy. Exactly. <laughs> well, I swear. I swear to you. When one of my uh, dual sense for the PlayStation Four went out, I was like, Can I fix this? <laughs> I was like, Do I have the power within me? Like, am I touched? Like, I can. I can do it. I tried. I could not. <laughs> I was not. Yeah. I can I can build a computer, but cannot fix a dual sense. <laughs> That's me, my poor Game Boy Color that had batteries leaking it. I was Aww. like, "Come on, you come back to life." Aww. No, it didn't. Rip. All right, um, I've got some interesting ones for you today. You guys know how I feel about civilized, uh, like sim games and yes. stuff. Um, and there's this one YouTuber. Well, two YouTubers. This is one guy to start off with. His name is Real Civil Engineer. He is an engineer. He calls himself, I'm a child stuck in an engineer's body. And <laughs> I agree because some of his best videos is where he does really absurd things in simulation games. Oh. So the rabbit hole started <laughs> on City Skylines. And he has a whole series around myth busting in City Skylines oh where people God. ask him things. Can you do this? Can you do that? Is it possible? Um, such as when city planning creates a poop NATO in city skylines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I build the lake using, uh, using skyscrapers in city skylines. Like ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. Um, I have watched him try and build Atlantis in city skylines too. Oh my God. Uh, creating a city, but only using roundabouts. He is British too. So he really likes the roundabout. <laughs> He's a thing for bridges. So it's quite hilarious. He's his, his accent is phenomenal. It's great to watch and fall asleep too, because it's just, so it's not like it's chaotic in the sense he's doing weird stuff, but at the same time, it's soothing because, mm. you know, um, he's done many other games uh, that I've watched him. A Timber, uh, Timberborn is one that oh, he's played around with a lot. Yeah. Um, many motorways, uh, a lot of games that I've seen him, you know, and have jumped on playing because he was playing it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, really stupid, silly stuff, <laughs> but super de duper entertaining and highly recommended. Um, yeah, so that's the foolish one. Uh, then if you're looking for something where you want to watch cool Let's Plays or get samples of uh, good, you know, simmy games or uh, on, you know, on YouTube, Provis is another YouTuber that I follow. Um, he plays some of the, you know, sim games that, like, I adore, including, like, Timberborn and how I got introduced to that, uh, the, oh my god, what was it called again? The one that was on iPad that I was playing last year a lot. Uh, oh my goodness. Now it's not coming off the top of my head. Do, do, do. Uh, Settlement Survival. That's where it is. Yeah, so he's played that. So lots of games like that, like Terra Invictus and Kingdoms Reborn and uh, Big Ambitions. Did I ever tell you guys about Big Ambitions? I don't, this game, this, I don't think this so. It's this game in early access where essentially you start as a person who's kind of like homeless and you have to work your way up into like owning these companies oh and stuff. Oh my god! So you like have to like... You might have to sleep on a park bench for a little bit and then you like get a store and you have to make money and you have to go pick up your wares and like give it in and then you have to hire people and then you buy office space and you get all these different businesses and yeah, I can't wait for that to come out full fledged. That's going to be fun. But yeah, I watched him play through a whole bunch of that um, because that kind of. I think it was like last year it came out in early access and started, but I'm, I'm waiting for that one to come out full fledged. A lot of these games, the simulation games, I much prefer, like, I like watching it and like, like this is how I get like my taste mm-hmm, test of it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll jump into it once it comes out live. So, uh, full 1.0 release. So yeah, Provis is great. Then we got to talk about Minecraft. <clears throat> Pardon me. Cause that is where I spend most of my time. Mm-hmm. That is my comfort food. That is my you're feeling happy, you're feeling sad, doesn't matter what you're feeling, you're going to feel real good after watching some Minecraft videos. And one of the people if you're interested in like learning about Minecraft, um 
like how to play the game, what's coming up in the updates, speculation of what's coming, things like that. Uh, Waddles, who goes by Waddles Plays on YouTube, is a great person for that. I feel like he started um, not too long ago. Like he his his channel is fairly new in the Minecraft world, considering mm. there's so many. Like, there was other people... I remember when he kind of just started, and the way he started was, like, showing you how to build different types of firms and that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, now he does, like, you know, full-on... There's a Minecraft guide where you walk through... He, he walks through and does almost like a Let's Play series playing the game and teaching you all the mechanics. And then every so many updates, he'll go back and start fresh. And he'll leave the the world as a download if someone wants to go try it. But oftentimes when Minecraft does updates, it significantly changes some of the mechanics in the world. So oh. he'll start fresh from the beginning again oh. and walk you through. Wow. Which is great if you're, if you're new to Minecraft. Because sometimes when you get dropped in Minecraft, if you've never played it before, it's like, now what? You're like here. And then you're like, I don't know what to do. Because it guides you a bit, but it's an open sandbox game, so you can kind of do whatever you want. Um, he kind of gives you kind of like how to how to start it going. So uh, Waddles is great. I highly recommend it. And I like his editing style, too. Lots of fun. I, I just learned through his thumbnails that uh, prairie dogs are coming to Minecraft. And they're the shit. <laughs> that they are. Um, and then last but not least, um, I think it was serendipitous. I don't know if the the, the YouTube world and my Minecraft love uh, was speaking to me in saying, hey guys, let's do a, a, a segment on Girls and Games this week and talk about our favorite YouTube channels again. Um, because the one and only Hermitcraft is coming back for season 10. And two days ago, videos started dropping for uh, people starting uh, their it's, it's starting the world and people, the community that is Hermitcraft, coming back together for another season. Uh, Mumbo Jumbo has new videos out uh, along with Grian, along with uh, Tango Tech. I love Tango Tech. He does, he will, last season in season nine, he built an entire like survival game inside Minecraft and had the players, the the hermits play through it and have to battle their way to the, to the end. Oh my God. And the thing is, is they go in there and they don't in this, in this survival session that he's set up where he like walks you through how he does it all. Cause he has to go wrangle like mobs from different areas and all this kind of stuff. And he has to build like, this really intricate like card based system that helps give you like power ups and all this kind of stuff. It's wild how he's able to do this. And the characters, the hermits have to like go in with nothing on them and they essentially just race around trying to find these different artifacts and cards and stuff and exchanging them to get different power ups and stuff. It's wild mm. that they're able to do this. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Decked Out. So if you get the opportunity to go and watch, and if you want to know kind of like what kind of antics happen uh, in uh, Hermitcraft, definitely go and check out some of the stuff from Decked Out from uh, last, uh, from season nine. But now if you want to like start fresh and kind of like get in it and follow the stories of each of the different hermits as they go off into the world and build their universes and then start working together on different projects and things like that, now's the time because it's fresh now it's new it's all starting so uh yeah go check out mumbo jumbo is one of my favorites i just he he just builds phenomenal things and he's very much like the dude that loves redstone and can build crazy contraptions and stuff so uh so yeah go check out uh the hermitcraft crew including mumbo jumbo green and tango tech i didn't Lots realize this was a thing i know this is like a whole well, new Hermitcraft? culture a whole new culture yeah, thing opened up to me oh right yeah now. i barely servers? listened to what you said because you had like the hermitcraft server starting a new like fucking season i had to google it yeah and it just fucking blew my mind mm -hmm. yeah so smps are essentially like these servers that these youtube communities create uh hermitcraft's been going on now I think it's technically 12 years or four, longer than that oh, wow. because their seasons are not like a year long. They can be longer than that. Like I'm pretty sure season nine was maybe a year and a half or something. But yeah, these are YouTubers who work together to create a world and they all create video content out of it and post a video every week. Wow. So often they're like you know, anywhere from like 20 minutes to an hour long. So like, it's great, fantastic content. And these are like the best of the best mm. of, of 
Minecraft players too, which is wild. And then there's there's this one guy, Pixel Rifts, that I really enjoy. He does more of like the he's not a, a hermit. Uh, he does more of the the stuff like Waddles does, where he like brings you through. Uh, how to play Minecraft, but he, along with some other people, do these, like, roundup videos where it's almost like, last week on Hermitcraft, Mm -hmm. and then show, like, carries the story, so if you miss something or you don't want to watch every single Hermit, you still get a snapshot of, like, the things that are happening Ah. in this universe. It's wild. But yeah, it's really great to watch. I really enjoy it. (laughs) That sounds amazing. I'm just, yeah, I'm, like, processing all that you've said because I'm like, I don't I don't have, like, context for what is happening. So my mind is like, wow, I am fascinated. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I'll go watch through some of them. And then if there's uh, one in particular to get to introduce you. Yeah. Mumbo's always a good one just because I, like, he's a videographer by trade. Uh-huh. So I always find that his stuff is super cinematic. And he talks a lot about his process. And he deals with a lot of, like, like, obviously, he's super creative and has all these ideas, but then he'll have moments where, like, he's not, um, like, he's tapped out, mm. and he just doesn't know what to do, mm. and he'll go off, and he does these, like, bike races and bike treks so that he can go places and film things and do all this stuff, and I find his videos are more on the cinematic side and stuff, too, and he'll, like, use real-world examples to try and rebuild it in Hermitcraft. It's crazy. Like, these people are so talented. And there's one, uh, there's one hermit who's actually from Newfoundland as well ah. um, that I was actually did not know until I was, uh, until I was playing or watching one of the Minecraft lives. Um, where is her name? I want to make sure I get it right. There we go. Gemini Tay. Yeah, it's Gemini Tay. She's from, uh. She's from uh, Newfoundland. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Well, folks, uh, that pretty much wraps up the show this week. Uh, as always, check out the show notes at girlsongames.ca. Why? Because Catherine's going to have the links to all of these great YouTubers in there. Plus, we did two other episodes. So if you're looking for more uh, video game YouTube uh, channels to find, you can track it all down there. Cat will have all those links, of course. Just a little um, caveat. Yeah. We haven't cleaned up to see if some of these people got canceled. Yeah. So if you see somebody in a list from an episode, like <laughs> considering it's like episode yeah. 94. Fair warning. Episode yeah. 435. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a fair warning, Kat. <laughs> one was one was published in 2017. The other one was published in 2019. I'm sure, and we're in 2024 now. I'm pretty yeah. sure Boogie is on one of those lists before he went completely off his rocker. Yeah. So. That's if you see canceled YouTuber in the list, just don't click on the link. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let me know and I can clean it up, but let's... Yeah, I mean, that's a right. good thing to know. I'm even it's, just going to go look at a scan here now. So, so but it's, did... it's the reality of like, um, yeah, content creator. And, you know, we've had people on the show as guests that we had to like archive. From? <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, I, I think like caveat for all these episodes, well, we do them. If they get canceled, we didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, I mean, we talked about Linus. We we talked about Linus Tech Tips. Well, that and is, he's probably on the list. Yeah, and he was sure. on in back in yeah. uh, in 2019 on episode. But he he made us the favor of stepping back, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The channel still think, but he at least took a step back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, it's it's bound to happen. So yeah, flag us if you did see that. Uh, we'll remove the links, obviously. Uh, but yeah, that, you know, it is, it is, it was a, it was a moment in time and then things happened and history is history. You know, yeah, I learned a really great line from a a previous coworker that said that no one lied, but the truth just changed. So it's like, you know, (laughs) it just is how it happened. No one lied. The truth just changed. changed. So that's just what happened. Yep. It happens. Uh, I'm totally derailed now that we went on that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, go to the girls on games. see. Click on the links of the YouTubers that are not canceled. Yes. Yes. There we go. Okay. Um, additionally, uh, if you have the power to rate and review podcasts on the podcasting service that you are consuming this content on, uh, please do so. That really does help with discovery, pushes us up in the rankings. Any comments we use to help us build our show. So much appreciated there. Uh, this is the moment in the show where I give the crew the chance to shout out their social media handles so you can follow them anywhere and everywhere online. Catherine, how about you? 
I am C-S-D-S-B-I-N-S-C-S-D-B-A on X, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Thread, Blue Sky. Uh, but I mostly shitpost on the Girls on Games Discord. I just stole a meme from another Discord and posted it there. It's got a nice pun. Stainsby will love it. We love puns here. Yeah. Puns and dad jokes. Bring them on. Yeah. Yeah. Joelle, how about you? People can find me on Instagram at JoelleLauren87 and on X at Gamer underscore Comfy. Uh, but as always, posting in the Girls on Games Discord, uh, we have a really good time. So come and say hi. Thank goodness for you guys in that Discord because only on Mondays and Fridays can I actually <laughs> really do much in there because they banned it from the computers at work. Um, and yeah, I'm so busy. It's hard to pick up my phone, uh, to be able to check in, but I do, I read everything. I go back and I read everything. And that's usually when you see me answer a whole bunch of things like all in a row and then I disappear. But you were there today to fangirl on Tracy Chapman with us. Yes, I was, I was. I'm Leah Jewer, most social media platforms, but of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games, you can track us down at The Girls on Games on X and Facebook. Just Girls on Games on Instagram and threads, no the in there. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this lovely conversation and more, but of course, if you ever want to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That's our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle. It's been another lovely week in video game. I'm off to catch more pals. Bye! Bye! Bye.